и как и как и как и Hello and welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. Ten of the best new tracks each week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers. And me, Gareth May. You win your feelings cause I'm so cocky. I'm not apologizing, I'm too cocky. You stop in traffic cause I'm so cocky. Don't you thought about it, won't my cocky. You win your feelings cause I'm so cocky. I'm not apologizing, I'm too cocky. Just 
welcome to this week's independent music podcast. The notes that I wrote down for that track that you just heard were overwhelmingly experimental. And the more I listened to it, the less I agree with what I originally said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know. I thought it was absolutely brilliant, but oh. I don't know if I would describe it in those terms. No, certainly not. Low Tech Cocky is the name of the track. It's a single out on Houndstooth Records, a record label uh, out of fabric in the UK and London here. And a label that is doing some absolutely sterling work at the moment. But Lotic, she is fantastic. She is American, I think from Texas, who resides in Berlin at the moment, had her last record called Power out on Triangle in 2018. She's had a couple of singles now on Houndstooth. No word of a record or a longer record or anything, but the way that Houndstooth tend to work tends to be a few singles then. You'd imagine it's coming soon. Oh, no, yeah, no doubt. No I have a doubt couple of it. things to add to this. Do you know what low tick means? No, I don't. In all my research, I didn't bother to check. It's a river ecosystem of fast flowing water. The question is, did you know that before? No, I was like, which label did low tick used to release? And I think it was Triangle. And I was looking up while that song was on. And if you just put low tick into Google, that's the first thing that comes up. Right. And the second thing is, is this, I was chatting uh, just two days ago with Houndstooth signee podcast patron, all-round good guy throwing snow, uh, because I needed to get his advice on a mushroom picking. Really? I didn't know Ross was some sort of uh, knowledgeable... Ross is an expert mushroom forager. What types of mushroom foraging is Ross good at? All of them. Is that right? Yeah, well, I was out. I, I don't know. I can't remember how I know this. We both have known him for a while, but he's not someone we see particularly often. But uh, I, I can't remember. At some point, I found out that Ross really knows about mushrooms. So while I was out mushroom picking, I was uh, I was like, Ross, I need your advice. I've got my mushroom book, but I can't figure out what this is. And I sent him some photos, and he sent me back some, uh, some expert advice. So thank you very much, Ross. Not only about the brilliant music, but also expert mushrooms yeah and we don't play a lot of his music on the podcast even though i check it all out and it's all great most of it through houndstooth i imagine he's, we've played quite a number of his releases on. well he had one fairly recently uh under snow throwing i think oh, it was really? under. I that one. yeah that was on houndstooth but I, I was saying at the top i mean that is a record for how quickly we've been derailed <laughs> from the music that was, we did love that cocky by low tick really great tune really like the album on triangle as well and someone i never actually booked for shows but someone i've uh, sniffed around a little bit you've sniffed around her <laughs> that's uh revolting but anyway the <laughs> houndstooth records like i said at the top of being like on pretty good form and they st- a few months ago maybe i talked about a record that had come out well it's now come out but it came out uh, last week which is a, this phenomenal compilation called alterity which has loads of podcast favorites on it or people who played on the podcast uh you know goose who has got a collaboration course, yeah. with dj scott check that came out last week Aya, who did that phenomenal track, Delicious, uh, that we played a couple of months ago. E. Sagilla, who released through Whitey's Now AD 93. Oshiak, who's an uh, Asian artist that we've played before. Then we've got Leah Tirando, Violetta from Uruguay, who we played a few weeks ago. <laughs> and Slickback, because it wouldn't be a podcast-related <laughs> compilation without a Nege Nege reference. Holy shit, that is uh, quite the track list. Yeah, and there's like 10 other people on it. It's I haven't heard the whole thing, but the tracks I've heard are absolutely cracking. And I ordered it on vinyl, obviously, straight away. And 
Look, it, it should have arrived by the time this comes out. Nice, I'll get, better get myself a copy of that as well. All right, let's crack on. That is a lot of talking for the start of the pod, but uh, a lot of excellent talking. I want to pl- play you a track from Amar808 on Glitterbeat Records. They have a new album called Global Control Invisible Invasion. It's coming out September the 18th. This is a single that actually came out a couple months ago, but uh, we didn't play it on the pod, even though they're an artist we really like, featured on our favourites of 2019, I believe played by my excellent co-host here and they have a new single coming out this week and the single's brilliant but i just thought the other single was even more brilliant so i thought who cares we haven't played it on the pod it's new music let's play this is amar 808 maravia gatti featuring susha
There we go. That's the sounds of Amar 808, Maraveri Gatti, featuring Susha, the singer, there from his upcoming album, Global Control, Invisible Nation, coming out on September the 18th on Glitterbeat Records. And yeah, I love a bit of that. The previous album, which is called Mareb United, I actually only got last week, this week, something like that, even though it came out in 2018. And it's absolutely brilliant. And I've had Amar 808 on the brain. <laughs> All that time ago, 2018. <laughs> it feels like a long time ago. Yeah, no, it's never too late again to great music. And that a year and a half ago, still fairly new. <laughs> yeah, so Amar 808 is the performance name for Sufyan Ben Youssef, Tunisian artist based in Brussels. For this album, he went out to India and he says here, when I was 20, I went to Delhi and I studied for months. I learned sitar and tableau and I did recording. I absorbed some of the culture and I learned. I learned about Hinduism and the pantheon of the gods. Uh, it says here, after 2011 and the Arab Spring in Tunisia, I've been wondering more and more about freedom and my own identity. I returned uh, in September to India with a suitcase of recording equipment and set up base in Chennai and undertook some collaborative reimaginings. Very nice. And yeah, the track that Anthony referenced before playing that was uh, Zawali Fitness Club, which is a phenomenal name, came out last year. And yeah, it's still like... If you are in London and listening to this Monday morning you, and you are coming to Anthony's show, which I'm DJing at, I will probably play that because it's just such a great tune. <laughs> and I played that very song or the entire album at about 10 o'clock this morning. It got me going in the morning. I had some work to do finally. Yeah, that's, that's it. Ready. I uh, had to do advancing for my show. <laughs> no, but no, absolutely wonderful. And it was weird, actually. I, um, so I really love that track from Amai to a, the, the one from last year and the one that you just played, not to distance myself from that. But it's one of those ones where you listen to a single and then just ignore everything else they've done. No, it happens all the time. You love one song, but then for one reason or another, you never end up diving deeper. It does happen. Yeah, they were great, but I don't know why I've not got into it. So when you got, you sent me the picture the other day of like the record and I was just like, why did I never check that out? <laughs> I've done the same with loads of bands in the past, but, you know, Coach and Moon were like that as well, where like, you know, similar sort of uh, band. This reminded me that I was working on getting Coach and Moon over here for some shows before shows stopped. I'd better get back in touch. Yes, please. I'd, I'd love that. Absolutely cracking. But same thing where I listen to a couple of tracks, go, yeah, that's amazing. They've got four albums. Just get stuck in, mate. But yeah, no, fantastic. And definitely go listen out for that. When did you say the album was coming out? Uh, September the 18th. That's on Glitterbeat Records. Great. So from Tunisia via India to Iran. This record's been sort of on my list for a couple of weeks and I've been churning my way through it in the nicest possible sense because it's like a 22 track opus is this record the amount of stuff i've downloaded from a band camp that's like 50 songs long and i'm like oh that looks great or great value for money <laughs> i'm not sure i've actually got through them because you just like get swept away to the next thing don't you <laughs> but this is from uh a tehran born brothers uh mohammed and Mehdi. they are two iranians living in new york they go under the moniker of san abdullah this track is from the album called In God's Image and it's called Dialogue Between Wind and Tin.
There you have it. Sounds of the fantastic Saint Abdullah track called Dialogue Between Wind and Tin. It's taken from In God's Image, the record double CD. It's not something you see that often these days on Psychic Liberation, a record label out of The Hague in the Netherlands. Going from Brussels to The Hague. Keep it European, but uh, it's interesting. They, uh, yeah, like I say, they're from Tehran and they are now living in New York. And the record label started in New York and has moved to the Netherlands. That has... um, I don't know, UN placement written all over it. <laughs> all I can it? think of is the artist UN. The UN doesn't mean to me what it means to everyone else. It yeah. means tops off in the sauna disco. It means Gareth Main's legacy is what it means. <laughs> it is ultimately what that means. So yeah, that is referring to absolutely fantastic disco from that I picked up in a thrift store in Brooklyn in New York, probably, what, 10 years ago-ish now. Uh, for sure, I was with my ex, so it must be about that. It was a great find. Yeah, the uh, Hot Lover. Get it on. Hot Lover, get it on, split record. If you don't know what we're talking about, then we have a lot of new listeners, as we found out. We always think we've been doing this for the best part of 10 years, and we always think that a lot of our listeners have been here for a long time, but when we do surveys and all that, a lot of people have only come in in the last year or two. So if you haven't heard of UN, Hot Lover, get it on, well, straight after this podcast, you'll be thanking us. Well, you've got to find it first. And the thing about UN <laughs> and get it on, those are two terms that people know. No doubt it'll be in the show notes that I write up for the patrons every week. But yeah, a bit about St. Abdullah. There's not a huge amount of information to go on that I've written down here. But the record, like I say, is out now. Actually, because it's a record of experimental music in 2020, it features more mother on one of the tracks. <laughs> of course it does. Of course it does. She gets around and... What do I love about that record? Well, it's sort of like dub and jazz in a way that sounds like neither of those things. Dub and jazz? I thought it just had a sort of a bit like non dancey drum and bassy, break y but without being super heavy. Yeah, but it was like sort of done in a bubble or like a pillow. If you had like a pillow wrapped around you in a club, <laughs> it might sound like that. I think that is excellent and it's about right. Excellent. Well, I will leave it there then. I want to play you a new track from Clipping, released on Sub Pop. It's one of the wonderful times me and Gareth both bring the same artist to the pod. They released a killer album last year called There Existed an Addiction to Blood. And that track is brilliant as well, the title track from it. And they're an artist that I, I promote in London. Unfortunately, their show was cancelled due to COVID, but we'll have them back. But yeah, brilliant band. Maybe I'll get to DJ it this time. Hopefully. If I don't get bumped for someone much. For Max Tundra. I mean, it's close. Sorry, the band asked for Max Tundra. Oh, I don't know what to say, buddy. Come on, David. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Clipping a New York hip-hop band being released on Sub Pop. Absolutely brilliant. Some of their records range between the sort of pretty avant-garde to the sort of fairly accessible, I would say, and all space in between. Definitely got a bit of a sci-fi edge to them on some previous albums, but they are in your face now with sort of a current American political message because it's hard to be mixed race hip-hop band in this, in this time without, yeah, ha- having a bit of that come out from what you're doing. And this is the first thing I'm former is clipping Say the Name. Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned. Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned. Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned. Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned. The hook gon' be what it is, the hands off, the retribution for what you took from the man. Got blood on the rust, God bless the red earth, the dead man walks the tongue bridge, a bridge, the time space, the boot, the concrete, the project undone, they juke it. Major look, you can't 
my built balls. The streets bleed sweet. Syrup, the bees love it. They coming on a swarm and they raining on your college ass disco. Get your collar turned up in your freshest attire. Get your bitch womb ready, cause this baby gonna be fire. It's not a dream, it's a memory. Memory glands heavy in the sky, blacked out already. Stop screaming. The flames ain't shit to a demon. Say the name. Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned. Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned. Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned. Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned. The hook gon' be the last thing she remember. The fast lane in December often drift when she drive. College girl looking for the love, learned about it in a book, but she always kept the gloves on. So when the skin touch, shit, head brush, red brush, lipstick, she just crush a lot. Every pun pales in comparison, a joke to a jester, she inundated with dick, thick. And becoming conservative and the fucking and nervous that she would rush him, but murder wasn't discussing. The further she learned to trust him, the merger of love and lust, and she's serving it all up just cause he hold her when he would bust. Until nine months later, with a stomach full of devil, baby. She started to think it's time to pump the brakes, but that train left the station with the great migration. Bloody tracks left right by the drain. Say the name. Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned. Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned. Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned. The hook gon' be the coldest pimp slap, coat rack for man's skin. Let it air dry. Swiss cheese, the brother already half dead, brain leaking out a hole in his forehead. Lobotomy is like pills, get them for cheap. The party line crack kills, they trying to see. But this one more a hairline fracture, leave the face painted a mask for the hereafter. After the smoke clears and the highs come down, and the halogen hallucinations don't make a sound. Just a bunch of scared junkies not making the call, and a Guernica and blood on the wall. Say the name. Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned. Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned. Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned. Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned. Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned. Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned. Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned. Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned. so damn good yeah there's not much you can say about that i love a bit of david is this too early after the song is finished to start talking about hamilton (laughs) it's always too early to start talking about hamilton for david who's had who had enough of it five years ago luckily i think he's actually kind of grown out of that now he's been in loads of films and netflix and all that stuff david diggs the rapper that you heard uh, fronting eclipping he spends most of his time doing acting and that is why it is very hard to get him over here for shows because of hollywood pays him more than me i guess yeah i would have thought so i mean yeah he was won a tony for his role in hamilton i actually saw it the other day because it's essentially gone onto all the streaming services in the last couple of months i knew that it was on uh, disney but i don't have that one it's gone on a couple of others as well i think i watched it on disney because my dad shared me <laughs> his login which is big disney fan your dad 
I think it's probably for my niece and nephew more mm. than for him, but he's been using it. And my mum and dad were meant to come down to London to watch Hamilton with me in March. And something happened that prevented that from happening, yeah. uh, which is uh, unfortunate. Yeah, it's a small, small global pandemic matter. I remember seeing clipping... Well, 2016 at Corsica Studios. Before they bumped me for Max Tundra, I was DJing their show at Corsica <laughs> Studios and absolutely mind-blowingly good. Yeah, I mean, those, like, those two nights, that we did, did you DJ both nights? Uh, there was only one. Okay, yeah, like amazing. Max might have done the other. I, try, I tried to find some videos uh, from that to see if anyone, there's like one video that someone did, but the bass is so heavy, it's like his person's phone is melting. It's just like... <laughs> I mean, yeah. the atmosphere looks great, but you cannot hear anything. Yeah, all I remember is bass, noise, and abs. <laughs> Pretty much all I remember from Clipping. That is a good description of that show. So that was Clipping. The track's called Say the Name. It's from the album Visions of Bodies Being Burned, coming out on the 23rd of October on their label Sub Pop. If that's the first time that you've come across them, I think that's their fourth album. I was just looking through their discogs, found that they do have one release, Mid City, on 2013 that I don't have, but self-titled in 2014 on Sub Pop, Spender and Misery, 2016, and then there existed An Addiction to Blood, 2019. Recommend them all. Let's just say a little bit more on Clipping, like why I really like them, is essentially you were talking before this track that... Like they're sort of a bit, they can be a bit poppy, they can be a bit experimental. And that track, when it sort of starts, you think that is very much sort of playing to the crowd a little bit. But then you get to that end, and we just looked at each other yeah. at that end, and it's like, man, it's got this like is great. bells in it, or xylophone, or something, or whatever that sound is in there. Is, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, yeah, because their, their 2016 album was like sort of like a science fiction concept album that was pretty far out there. And uh, yeah, as I said, they've done from the sort of heavy, noisy, Dalek kind of rap all the way through to, you know, something that you could maybe hear on a major label. So next up for me is from uh, Indonesia. So a label called Divisi 62 in Indonesia. They don't really release much, but um, everything they do really demands your attention. They are a phenomenal record label. And I'm going to give you a bit of the blurb. They've got a record called Composisi Kompos that's just come out this week. And it says here, Compass CC Compost is an initiative by Divisi 62 to stimulate free sonic expression determined by a set of performative instructions. The open call was open between April and May this year. Contributions were requested to send audio recordings of them performing the following. One, take an object within your proximity and produce as many different sounds as possible with it. Use any means necessary. Two, Take two or more objects that you and the person closest to you physically or virtually recently used. Engage in a conversation by only using those objects. Three, if one of your most coveted items comes to life, what kind of sounds would it make? Express it using your voice. Four, think of three words that illustrate your current state of mind. Repeat those words verbally while eating or showering. Five, take a quote from your favourite book's movie and recite them with joy, misery or anger. The words and delivery don't have to be in the same context. We've gone so, on holiday by mistake. <laughs> so, yeah, so there you go. That's it. And so they took submissions and then like a couple of artists, so RMP and Wahono, Wahono's released a great record in the Vizzy in the past, uh, sort of mixed it all together and created this album, which is a pay-what-you-want download from divizzy62.bandcamp.com. And... It is phenomenal. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to play you this track. It's called Compost 3. (laughs) 
was cool guys yeah i think if you listen to what i was saying before you would expect the result to be a complete shambles and i think what's most surprising about the record is that it isn't and that they've done an incredible job so like i say it's mixed by rmp and wahono the track called compost three it's released on uh divisi 62 the album called compost cc compost and yeah it does continues in the press release saying the editing and compositional process were informed by the spontaneity and personal quality of the recordings sent in by the contributors, both satirical and bleak. The content of the recordings mirror the chaotic disposition, anxiety-induced impulses, and overall sense of disorientation that penetrates our shared consciousness. And yeah, it's phenomenal that the fact is that no additional instruments or anything else was used in it. It was completely the original recording sort of mixed together. I think me and you could put something not as good, but in the same space using this foam, this beer, this heater and a sock. Yeah, Anthony was just tapping away at an unopened can of beer throughout. It's like, that's his cherished object. Not as cherished as you, my darling. Oh, thank you. Well, you would play me. Is that what this always? <laughs> yeah, as you might have guessed, listeners, we are for our only second podcast in a long time in the same room. And I hope you are enjoying it because we are. Yeah, I could have tidied up a little bit beforehand. But so, like I said earlier, like Divisi 62 didn't release a huge amount, but do check it out. Go to their Bandcamp, divisi62.bandcamp.com. And if you only go to one record, I would point you very firmly in the direction of Umi Uthiri by Uwal Massa, which is one of my favourite records of the last decade, 100%. Came out a couple of years ago on Digital Nego, released about a year later on vinyl. I was like, I've never bought a record on vinyl so quickly as I bought that. It is sublime. And when I was out there, was chatting a lot to the guys who run the label, but unfortunately only owned the text because I was getting shifted around into different cities while they were in Jakarta. But a phenomenal label and, you know, phenomenal I listened project. to that when we did the pod, but I think I need to uh, I need to get to know a bit better. Yeah, it's, uh, sublime, sublime. All right, so I want to play you two artists that I think you probably know, but that you might not have known have done a collaboration together. It is Sun guitarist Stephen O'Malley and Keeping It in Indonesia. Yeah, I was going to say, Keep It in Indonesia, mate. Exactly, uh, duo Senyawa. 
both of whom we would have played on the pod before at different times, but I was extremely intrigued to see this collaboration was released on Ideal Recordings. They were brought together at a festival in Europe, commissioned to do a show together because of some promoter correctly envisaged that this would be an excellent combination. Incredibly fitting duo, exactly. for sure. <laughs> exactly, this would be an incredibly fitting duo and they brought them together to do this and I listened to the whole record and I, I like it, I like it all, I'm sure it's a wonderful show but I would say like as a an album, you know, some stuff I thought worked better than others and I really, really like this one. It's called Bintang Jemintang and from the album Bimi Makti, it's by Senyawa and Stephen O'Malley.
Absolutely brilliant. Definitely the single from the record, <laughs> I suspect. Yeah, I was looking at a review on the Quietus just to sort of get a little bit more information while it was on. And like that was the sort of video that they went with. I was like, oh, wow, because it's, it's just like a sort of track in the middle of the album. I guess it is the single Bintang Jemintang by Senyawa and Stephen O'Malley. Senyawa are from Java, Indonesia, and Stephen O'Malley is an American guitarist, most famously for Sun, but also a, a relentless collaborator with all sorts of people, with KTL, with Scott Walker, with Senyawa, and with many, many more. The album is called Bima Makti, and it's really some ideal recordings where Gareth had just pointed out that he could have uh, tried to get the record in with his order of a clang-clang a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, but unfortunately, this is uh, on vinyl only for sale on uh, Boomcat. It seems so. Uh, couldn't have got it anyway. But yeah, Ideal Recordings, our record label from Gothenburg in Sweden, and as I mentioned, that was recorded live, but released on vinyl and digital for all of us. Yeah, here in the UK, it's out via Boomcat to to buy, and yeah, Boomcat is no unfortunately about it. I'm happy to support an amazing record shop. You seen Senyawa before? No, the only time I had tickets to see Senyawa was at Cafe Otto. I was ill in a manner by which I was not able to leave <laughs> the house for any significant duration of time. I saw Senyawa at Cafe Otto, may have been the same one that you didn't make. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was killer stuff. But they have played at Cafe Otto a number of times. Yeah, it was very upsetting because it was like 10 quid a ticket, which is like remarkably cheap for such unbelievably good music. Sure. And yeah, their record, released on Anger, I think it was, the French record label, is the one to go for. Did a recent, uh, well, I say recent, it's a year or two ago now, but their last full length was on Sublime Frequencies mm. uh, called Sujud. I don't think I've got any more music from Indonesia, so instead I'm going to go to Hard Fist out of France. <laughs> By far the best record label name of any that I think I've come across in my life. And the music they put out is always exceptional dance floor fodder. It is music that is always experimental, but always made for the dance floor. They've got a record coming out from Argentinian producer Balam, the moniker of Gabi Modex. The record is called Chance of Pachamama, and it's, uh, it's coming out in two parts. The uh, first part is coming out on the 3rd of September. No word on when the second part is coming out, but we have been promised it. And... Mate, like Hard Fist is a great name. The label, the, the tunes are great. Every time we play something from Hard Fist, it makes me happy. Yeah, plenty of Koshin Moon. And it's sort of, how to describe it? It's like a really distinctive sound, definitely dance floor sound, lots of sort of Amazonian traditionalism in here as well. So it's that electronic sound that nods to something a bit more old and archaic and traditional. This track, it's Balam and it's called Wakax.
I said before the track is just a really distinctive sound that Balam has that Argentinian producer the track called Wakax released via Hard Fist the record is called Chance of Pachamama part <laughs> one it is yeah out, out this week in fact uh, 3rd of September and yeah, yeah it, you know what I mean it's sort of like built for the dance floor like but a good like house sort of beat to it but then has elements in it that make it very distinctive and very much of an area and yeah, it says in the blurb here that it is you know, Latin rhythms and percussion influences coming from acid house to electronica, passing by many traditional and ancestral Amazonian music roots. And that just... You're allowed to be Amazonian when you're from Argentina. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the thoughts. I mean, you know, it can be a white guy from London who's had one trip to the Amazon <laughs> field, recorded some native tribes and come back and made a release. 
but <laughs> that must have happened. Of course, but it will not be played on this podcast, and I probably will not be interested. Yeah, no. Well, the um, uh, well, I mean, unless it's absolutely brilliant. I immediately thought of one, uh, which was uh, <laughs> Anthony Childs. Uh, so, aka Surgeon, has his records from the Amazon jungle, which isn't field recording tribes; it's more field recordings of birds and yeah, sounds. Cool, which yeah. a, a phenomenal pair of records, which. Yeah, worth checking out. And a bit more about Balam. He was part of the brilliant release, uh, La Dance compilation, also on Hard Fist, so that came out earlier this year. Can't remember if we played a track from that on the pod, but Dance Floor Fire on that. Nice. If you like Ocean Moon and that, it's all in the same wheelhouse. I want to play you a song that's not Dance Floor Fire called Fleshy Fodder. <laughs> yep. That's right, Fleshy Because I said fodder. Fleshy fodder, brackets, warning bells. It's from an artist that was played on the pod a couple of times before. Um, big fan over here. Her name is Merlin Nova. We played a song about called My Boiler, I think it was called, which was... Uh, boiler and Me. Boiler and Me. That, or Boiler and I, something like that. Something like that. You and made was, a With No and I reference like a few moments I ago. did, yes. And then she did another song that I can't remember if we played it only in a live podcast or if we played it on the actual podcast when she dances around the beach on a mobile phone sort of speaking to someone. It's also it's brilliant. Merlin Nova is a London-based artist. She's a performer, definitely in the sort of... Borders from the brilliant to the absurd. I don't think she would mind me saying that. The line that I love artists to tread. Exactly. And this is her debut album, and it is coming out on September the 10th. And this is the first single from it. It's called Fleshy Fodder. I'll do what you say. I'll do it your way. You only have to ask
yeah, I told Gaz like a minute in, I was like, this gets going. And it sure does. It sounds like three songs playing at the same time. Yeah, with the sound of the school bell. <laughs> it well. also features a magnificent cover of Merlin looking a bit like Scully from X-Files, which Gareth has assured me is going to be the cover of this week's podcast. So you will have seen it too. I was going to go with a James Bond motif. <laughs> Maybe it's just because I've been watching X Files that I've sort of got that on the no, brain. No, I think now I've seen it. You know, I think she might be going more for Scully. I mean, <laughs> you've got her coming for a show. We could ask I, her there. I do. Melanova's playing for me in the courtyard at the Songrooms on the thirteenth of September. So the one that uh, on the same day that this is coming out, we've got the sold out show that Gareth has mentioned he's DJing, and then two weeks after that, we've got our second one. That album is called Boo, and it's coming out on September the tenth. And I can't find anything about a label, so I'm going to presume it's a self release. That track, as I mentioned, was called Fleshy Fodder, and um, it's recorded at Snorkel Studios, which is at the very end of my road. Is that right? It is. It's where it's where my partner's band, Sealand Woman, rehearses, and that's where Frank, who recorded this album, has been giving her drum lessons <laughs> that I got as a Christmas present. All right. They did one drum lesson, and then COVID got in the way, <laughs> is, we, and we need to get the drum lessons going again. Is that uh, next to, there's a musical hi-fi shop there in Florida? It is across the road. It's next to the Mind Body Centre, the sort of a massage healing crystal place. Interesting. I always remember the weirdest thing when you sort of read liner notes and you sort of see where something was recorded was The Fall recording Your Future Are Clutter. Amazing album. In my hometown of Castleford. Oh, there we go. Who knew that Castleford had the good studio? I had a recording studio. I have no idea what else is recorded there. But I remember I got that record and I was looking at the liner notes and Castleford for any... Famous for rugby league. Uh, yeah, but it's also a town with, a, I was going to say, a capacity with a population of like 30,000, 30, 35,000-ish. It's like about the same as Selhurst Park, which is around the corner from where we're recording now. It's a small place, so it is weird that a band that is not from there or at least an hour's drive away from there would record there. So I've never been to the studio, so I've got no idea whether it's good or well, not. I think but we better look into it. That record is sublime. The next one from me is from the brilliant northeast of England uh, group Henogled. If you don't want to check Wikipedia, it's a region of northern England and southern Scottish lowlands inhabited by the Celtic Britons of sub-Roman Britain in the early Middle Ages, which is a sterling name. And yeah, all the members are from that way and uh, that's where it comes from. They've uh, got a record coming out on Domino Records on the 25th of September. Been waiting for this since their last one. That Yeah, brilliant album, the last one. Quite poppy, but uh, fantastic. Still in the same wheelhouse, this. Uh, this is also pretty poppy. It's another one of those records where the first time I heard it, I was like, am I, uh, uh, do I love this? Then the second time I listened to it, I was like, I do really like this. And the third time I was like, you know what? I really love this. And Richard Dawson's just so brilliant. And Roger Davis is someone I've seen at... Uh... Cafe a couple of times. Yeah, that almost sounded like Richard Dawson is amazing and Vodri Davis is also there. <laughs> <laughs> but also with Dawn. I had the pleasure of seeing Henor Gled live as well and they were grand. Yeah, also with Dawn Brothwell and Sally Pilkington. And Pat Thomas appears on the record on keyboards. I don't think he appears mm. on this record. Uh, not the Ghanaian high life artist <laughs> no, who Pat worked Thomas, with Ebo Taylor. Yeah, exactly. Not the one that worked with Ebo Taylor. Both of them are great. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I was reading an article, an interview with Pat Thomas. And Which Pat Thomas? The one that is on the Henel Gled album, okay. Three Humans. I will go play a track from <laughs> just when I finished talking about this. And here is a quote from Pat Thomas, um, not the uh, Ghanaian one that played <laughs> with Ebo Taylor. 
I got interested in the piano when I saw Liberace, which is a bit corny, but that's why I became interested in the piano, because I saw this big white thing, this white piano, and I thought, quote, ooh, that looks nice. My mum noticed that I was interested, and she said, would you like to play the piano? And I said, yes, but I thought all pianos looked like the one Liberace had. Well, I don't know who Liberace is, Gareth. What? I've got absolutely no idea. You've got the wildly, like, did he ever come out as gay, but, like, fantastical, like, camp piano player of the 60s and 70s. Oh, mate. I know who Pat Thomas is, both of them, but I'm not aware of who Liberace is. Liberace is, like, sort of a shorthand for campiness. Oh, wow. Wow, wonderful. Wow, you giggled a lot for someone who didn't know who Liberace was. I was laughing at your jokes, man. Thanks, man. Uh, anyway, so Henel Gled, this track's called Trouble. The album's called Free Humans, out 25th of September, and it sounds like this.
just so good. Hen Ogled, the track called Trouble. Me and Anthony were having a good old sing song. Uh, Trouble. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I, I don't know if you'd heard that song before, had you? <laughs> I haven't. Heard. But it's easy to get into uh, for sure. It's uh, taken from the album called Free Humans, out on the twenty fifth of September via Domino Recording Company. And yeah, their last record, Mogic, which came out for twenty eighteen, I think. I haven't actually written it down here. Was on Weird World Recordings, which is a subsidiary yeah, of, it's Domino. Part of Domino. As well. so it's quite nice that they've sort Brought of into the main label. Yeah, they've sort of been uh, promoted to the yeah graduated to the big parent <laughs> label, and which obviously speaks quite highly of how uh, Richard Dawson's career is going at the moment. His yeah, uh, record last year a, very popular. You know, you might have heard jogging. Yeah, so good. Uh, but yeah, it's it's not just uh, Richard Dawson, also Dawn Brothwell, Sally Pilkington and Rodri Davis, all excellent musicians on their own. Accord and the record, it's, it says in the press release here, it, it's seamless, glorious contradictions tackling themes of love, friendship, gay earth theory, sewers, the nature of time, human <laughs> stench and the thrills of wild swimming. And that is... Well, that's Sounds just like my one. lockdown, Gareth. It does sound like your lockdown. Uh, <laughs> something about stench in there, wasn't there? <laughs> it was. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, just Richard Dawson, fabulous uh, musician, member, very fondly watching him at End of the Road with uh, Anthony, where we were sort of sat over, over the side at the front, just like best view in the house enjoying ourselves immensely exactly what a wonderful performer well thank you very much for tuning in for this week's podcast it's been an absolute delight as always thank you very much to all of our patrons we love each and every one of you keep us going and we want to shout out to a new patron one mr james hill Thank you very much for joining the fun and supporting us there. We're going to be recording a patron special, I think, next week. So hopefully you'll get one more special one for the podcast. I also just want to do a a small dedication to say that this week a a friend of ours, friend of the podcast and wonderful musician, Tom Raleen, passed away. One half of the band Tamaga, which you would have heard on the podcast many times before. Also with Booze, Papavors, The Oscillation booking agent of many many people that i work with he passed away unfortunately from cancer they've been suffering with over the summer we will no doubt be doing some sort of a dedication at some point because of uh, me and gareth own uh, as many records featuring that guy as anybody else just about I mean, as many as he put out pretty much and we're incredibly sad and in my case angry to see him taken so soon what a load of shit yeah, uh, yeah. there's not really much you can add to that, is there, really? Uh, the only thing that sort of struck me, apart from the sheer surprise, because I wasn't aware of his uh, health issues, was the fact that Mescal Talkings, a track from the Booze record, has 20 views on YouTube, which angers me immensely, because that record is great. Basically, the story with this band, Booze, it's also featuring Milo Smee, who's in Chrome Hoof, and Demien, who's uh, from The Oscillation. I was around Tom's a couple of years back, and we were having some drinks or whatever, and talking about music, and he was like, do you want a copy of this record, Booze, we released a a few years ago? And I'm like, you know, sure, you want to offer me a free record? And uh, he's like, have you heard of it? I'm like, no, I haven't. And I got it home, and and honestly, I think it was amongst the best things that I've heard. Like, it was incredible, really groovy, post-punk. And I proceeded to play it on NTS every single month. I played it on Resonance Loads. I've probably done something with it in a podcast special or something. And um, yes, yeah, so if you want to check out Booze, Depressor Funk is another one from there. Uh, as Gareth said, one of the best records that you'll hear. And uh, Tom thought it was cursed by the, the crap name. He just thought Booze uh, was a crap band name. Yeah, that's probably 90, 
eight percent of it, I would say. Yeah, I think so. Not as well, good as Tom Agger as a name. That's yeah, a great it took name. me even though that I knew Tom and his band uh, mate Valentina Magaletti for many years. It never actually uh, stuck that it was Tom Maga. <laughs> Tom Magaletti. Because <laughs> I'm an idiot. I'm not going to lie, mate. I think I only realised that this week after he died. <laughs> oh, well. So, there yeah. we go. I just wanted to mention something. And we'll, we'll, we'll do something either on the Maiden Feed or for the patrons or something or another. I want to leave you with a band from Birmingham. And I think it's actually a really good fit with the Hen Ogled one. It's a sort of a band in a sort of slightly experimental space, but definitely making what sounds like pop music to my ears. They're released on Box Records, the great label out of Newcastle. The album's called Honey Badger, and this is the first single from it called Last Minute. Back with you next week. Bye. This house is right, it's been-